Welcome to the Leadership Lab podcast. This week, Jeremiah and Bianca Stingle are having a conversation about becoming an effective leader, as well as how to develop others into strong, confident leaders. Within the notes for this episode, you will find a discussion guide so you can listen with your leaders to spark dynamic growth within your team. Are you ready to grow your leadership? Let's join this conversation with Jeremiah and Bianca. Hey, welcome to the Leadership Lab podcast where we are developing the heart and soul of leaders. My name is Bianca. My name is Jeremiah. And today we're talking about communication killers. You know, communication is something that leaders need to know about. And as a communicator, I mean, I do it all the time. It's something I really work hard at. I actually went on a mission trip last week to Burkina Faso, West Africa. And man, the the cultural differences are, are huge there. I actually had an opportunity to preach at a local church there. And this village was about an hour outside of the city there. And in this village, they they at nighttime, they don't have any electricity because they're running everything off of solar power during the day. Unless they have a battery backup, they don't have any electricity. So we're driving into the dark to get to this village. And the only place that's lit up there is the church. Wow. I, I thought that was so significant yeah. being the church is the light of the world but also because in this village the church is the only place i mean people were just flocking to this place and Mm -hmm. it was packed out and we were able to have a great church service there but what was really unique is the church had electricity because they had batteries there actually Mm -hmm. the sound guy i got a picture of it he's sitting at the soundboard and there's a there's a battery for a lawnmower that's right next to the soundboard that's basically wow. powering everything that's happening there. It was just unreal. The creativity that, unreal. that they had, it, it was just great, great church service. But I got to preach there, had an interpreter, so that really kind of made communication a little bit difficult. But then also, I, I like to use you know personal stories from my life in order to communicate some of these messages. And so really kind of identifying what story I was going to use was hard because the, the cultural dis- differences are just so different from here in America to there in West Africa. Mm. And man, you really had to think about it because the the people there live on about $2 a day is their their average income there. And so in a remote village like this, it's probably even less than that. Mm. So for me to tell a story like I went to Starbucks the other day and blah, I mean, it would Mm -mm. not even translate at all. And I, I think with the same intentionality that I use to be able to choose the right stories for that message right there, our leaders need to make sure that they're always thinking about the way that they're communicating because there are some things that can be communication killers and really limit our ability to get the message across. That's true. And we want to do everything we can to grow in our communication, just like you were sharing at the beginning, and also not know, not only know how to communicate effectively, but look at those communication killers that really work against us because we may do, be doing some of the right things, but then some of our communication killers are still there. So maybe some bad habits in our communication efforts, and it's just working against each other, and then we're not as effective as leaders. That's and good. so we're going to share some of these communication killers Mm -hmm. and if you hear one of these things maybe that just jump out to you because there's some for me that it definitely is a weakness those are things that we need to look at so that we can help help ourselves in our communication efforts so here's just a few the first communication killer is assumptions Mm. when you are in relationship it's very easy to start making assumptions in what people's motives are or why they did what they did. And assumptions really get us into trouble. Yeah, It really gets our minds going down rabbit trails that may not ever 
be reality. Yes. And so if we assume things, oh, maybe they meant this or maybe they meant that without really going to those people and asking, hey, when you said this, it really hit me this way. Were you meaning it that way? If we if we just put that aside and we just assume and then live out of that as its reality, then we'll really start experiencing some communication breakdowns for sure. So good. And if you assume also, maybe it's, maybe it's not even something that someone said that bothered you. Maybe it just, it could be a piece of information like, Oh, they, they're a great leader. So they should already know this information. Mm. That's a huge commu- communication killer because I've experienced uh, different projects or different tasks just getting dropped because I assumed, oh, they should know Yes. when they didn't. And so we don't want to uh, insult people thinking that oh, they don't know about stuff. However, there's a humble way that we can maybe address it and say, hey, just a friendly reminder. This is coming up. Blah, blah, blah. Are you planning to be there? You know, all of those things. I think I always, always appreciate friendly reminders. There's always a thousand things going on. And so when someone's a leader of a ministry or an organization and they reach out to me and say, hey, just a reminder, this is coming up. Even friendships. Hey, we've got this coming up next week. Are you going to be able to come? Those, those kind of things are huge. But assuming things can really get us into trouble. And I want to encourage us too, if you're going to assume, assume the best in people. That's good. Assume that they didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Assume that they they meant the best. Assume that it really wasn't whatever you it hit us like because I know we're all human and sometimes things hit us the wrong way but really getting rid of those assumptions is going to be helpful yeah and sometimes we're we're assuming things because we're projecting something that we might have an insecurity with or we might have a struggle with or whatever and then we're projecting it on someone and then assuming that they meant it a certain way and right and sometimes we just got to really just ask ourselves the hard questions and say hey am am I am I projecting that onto them or am I assuming that about them I think another way that leaders sometimes kill communication by assuming something is assuming that someone knows about a change that's happened or Mm. knows about something and they're completely in the dark about it Mm. man I think that's one of the ways that leaders let down people so much is that when they're trying to move something forward they leave people out of things because they're assuming well they I'm sure that they're already tracking along with us and they're like no no we didn't Mm -mm. we didn't get that you know we weren't a part of that yeah and it's so important for us to do that The second communication killer that we're going to talk about today is offense. All right. Offense is a communication killer. Man, offense is many times like like offense. Yes. (laughs) It's the offense fence. I mean, it it drives a wedge in between you and the person that you're trying to have some kind of relationship with. Yeah. And and it's, it's, it's impossible unless you address that offense that you're carrying. It's impossible to really get the heart of what you're trying to communicate uh, uh, across to the other person because that offense is blocking you. Yeah. And it, and it's something that we have to be diligent about paying attention to because it's not whether offense, if, if it'll happen, it's when it happens and it's going to happen regularly. The sweetest person on earth that you're working with might offend you, Mm. most likely will offend you Mm -hmm. because they have no clue. And that's where it's like assuming the best of a person. Most likely they, they didn't even mean it. And we've got to, we've got to really flex, 
you know, use these muscles here and 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 weightlift in the area of emotional strength because yes. that's going to help us not get offended easily. Mm. That's that's where we need to start. If if we find ourselves getting offended every single day by little things, we really need to take a moment and look inward. Now, I am not saying that people do not say dumb things because they do. We all know that. They say things that are untimely. They say things that are insensitive. Say, they say things that come across disrespectful. That's going to happen. But we can help our own hearts in learning how to brush things off easily and and really if, if here's the thing if you can't shake it then you need to share it mm, that's, that's good that i've lived by that for years you can't shake it then share it yes so if you can't shake this bothersomeness like if it, if it goes 24 hours and you're still waking up the next day and you're still like ugh, that still bothers me then we need to share it with that individual but share it in a way that's humble share it in a way that's loving share it in a way that's giving them the benefit of the doubt and i promise you you will diffuse some of the conflicts that 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 were so small and instead of enlarging them because we come at them like when you said this it blah, 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 blah. instead we come to them and say hey you know I know you probably didn't mean this at That's all. That's good. I, I know it's you probably did. a great didn't. way to start. You probably not at all didn't mean this. It it, it kind of felt like this to me. Kind like of felt say, like. It felt like. Yeah. You don't, instead of saying, you, you did, did this. this. <laughs> but it's more like, it felt like this, you know? like mm-hmm. and, and even the the way that we talk to people, our tone, if we come to them with gentleness and like, and even, and I'm not saying it's nonchalant, but if we come to people nonchalant, like it's not, it's, you know, you know, then people feel less guarded. But mm. if we come to people with... I'm coming to you right now, and I'm about to share with you what bothered me. People immediately put up their guards, immediately are like, oh, and it just creates this offense, and it blows it up greater than it is. And it's the opposite way, too. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sometimes somebody else is carrying offense, and then you as the leader, you've mm. got to kind of figure out how to get through to that person because there's there's that fence that's been built up there. Yeah. And so now you're like, man, there's something that's not working in this communication. Yeah. Is there something I've done? Yep. Oh man, I always those meetings are so hard when somebody so says, "Hey, hard. can I can I have a meeting with you?" And you're oh, like, "Oh my gosh, what did, what did I, I do? do? What is the going Rolodex on?" The Rolodex is spinning. Yes. Like I must have done something terrible. Did I hurt I their feelings? Did I miss something? It's, and 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 as a oh. leader, man, it's so difficult because you got to manage your own emotions and say, "Okay, yep. I'm going to go into this meeting." And I'm not gonna take it like it might be said. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna receive it. I'm gonna receive it. I'm gonna receive yeah. it. And you've got to really coach yourself into that position. It's a posture of humility, is what it is. It is. And the Lord can help you with yes. that. It, it it it's supernatural because I, I promise you, all of us deal with pride and ego. All right. And there are times when people accuse us of doing things and, and you they want to defend yourself. You do. You, and that's natural. Yeah. And it's like they said they're not they're not approaching it necessarily how we're it's telling us how we should approach yes. it. And they're like like you're this, this, and blah, blah. and and it's like you know yes. you're gritting your teeth because you're like I didn't even mean it like that, yes. and and really taking that time to just just settle down yes. and not take things personally and be that bigger person Come in that on. situation, the person that's See like it. you know what I'm unmoved. Yes, they're accusing me of something that I probably didn't mean to do, but you know what they feel some kind of way, and I'm gonna honor that part. That's the only thing. And and when people feel heard, we can dispel some things that 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 were stirring and really bring unity. And watching that offense is is so important because what happens is if we don't keep cleaning it daily, like just like a window will get really spotty and 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 um, smudged and things like that. If we're not cleaning it daily, what will happen is is we're going to start hearing things that people are not saying, and then we're we're also not hearing the things that people are saying. That's so good. 
So it's it, we it, that's what offense does. It's yeah. very yucky. If we don't clean it daily, we start missing the messages, and it's one of the biggest communication killers. So, so, so huge. offense is huge. The next one is incomplete pass, mm. and this is this is something that I've done before. I think many of us have experienced this, where you start something and it starts well, but we don't follow through with everything we need to to see it come to the full completion it doesn't get to the what's the end zone yes. is that what a fu- that, touch that's, yes that's a touchdown a yes. touchdown <laughs> the end zone that's the right. end zone. Yeah, yeah. Right. to get a touchdown so we throw a great pass but it doesn't go into the right hands or it just doesn't get to the end of the field and that's where we really have to look closely and kind of pull back the curtains and see how our communication is working so that we don't have some incomplete passes because it doesn't matter how great we start the execution if we don't finish it it doesn't matter in the end that's good. And, and incomplete passes will kill communication. I yes. mean, it will just kill it. If you can't count on someone to catch the mm, pass, that's... man, it's going to really hinder the ability for that communication to flow freely in the future because you're like man they're not gonna they're not gonna be able to deliver on this and so i'm gonna Mm. leave them out of this communication because they really don't need to know more than they know because then and it just makes everything dysfunctional and so we've got to make sure that we're strengthening Mm. our ability to 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 receive our ability to to communicate out the ability to follow through with something and then to follow up when it's done i mean Things need to make sure and trust needs to be built. I think the communication is built on trust. And whenever there's incomplete passes, trust is broken and then we're not able to get the things done. Yeah, that's true. The next one, the communication killer, is broken systems. Mm. Broken systems. So when we have systems that are broken, that means that communication can't go forward because maybe maybe that that system of communicating, whether it's a a text message, an email, Mm. a group me, a Facebook group, whatever kind of system that we're using to get information out then sometimes that will come back and it will destroy our ability to really communicate well because maybe somebody doesn't read their email right i mean how many times have we as leaders been hurt because we were counting on someone to receive something but our system in order to deliver that information was broken yeah I like to think that communication hasn't happened until I've received a response. Hey, that's true. Until I know that somebody's gotten it. They text back, got it. Okay, man, I've communicated. I've made a phone call. I've spoken with someone. I've looked them in the eye, face to face. Do you got this? Do you understand everything? Have you received this or not? Yeah. We, We cannot, as leaders, just take for granted, oh, yeah, they got it. Yeah. Those systems are broken and we need to work on the system. Yeah. And then that's how a healthy team can function at its highest level is when there's good communication and it's back and forth and it's consistent. Any great team is having consistent, constant communication with one another. That's the only way that we're going to continue to move the ball down the field. Hey, I'm saying a lot of football. Look at me. Moving the ball down. Move the chains. Look. Come on, move the move chains. The cha- it's getting a first down. That's oh, where you get, yeah, see, okay. yeah, I'm yeah, working on. I'm working on. We're moving the chains. Football. It's a, yeah, a little Sometimes bit. Sometimes you don't have to score a touchdown. All we gotta do is move the chains. There you go. Okay, now I know. Come on, now I know that. That'll phrase. preach. Okay, and and we need to define systems as something that works for you when you're not there. That's, That's what a system is. It, it can be your best friend, but a broken system can be your worst nightmare. Mm. So you have to make sure you have to look. Does it work from beginning to end? And that's where you can see where the brokenness is. Okay, so from point A to B, it works great. From point B to C, it works great. But from 
B, from C to D, ooh, it, it just gets dropped. So we don't get all the way to Z. So that's how we are able to see if we have a broken system is we can step away. And then the last communication killer is lack of honor. Hmm. And this really, and I think we're going to bring it around full circle as we're about to close, is that it, it starts with the heart. Honor always starts with the heart. It is our posture towards other people. It's towards God, but it's also to, towards other people. And it doesn't matter whether they're a leader or there's someone that we're working alongside or someone we are leading as well. We just look at people with this level of honor, not because we necessarily think they deserve it, but because they're a child of God. Mm. If we stay in that posture, then we know they always deserve honor from us. Yeah. Whether that we feel like they deserve it or not, I'm going to honor people. I'm going to be hum- I'm going to humble myself because the Bible actually does, says don't don't seek honor. Mm. The Bible actually just says we're supposed to be humble mm-hmm. to humble ourselves and then let honor come to our lives as it does. But we pour out honor towards others. Give honor. Give it to them. That's that means we we speak to them lovingly and respectfully. We give grace. We 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 encourage them. We we show forgiveness. We we res- we respect them when we're using our words and how we talk about them. So those are things that we have to just look at carefully. How well are we honoring those around us? That's so good. The word humble in the Bible means to get low to the ground. The yeah. me- the word honor actually means to like lift up. Yes. And and the Bible says that when we humble ourselves, God will lift us up in due time. And so it's very important to remember that it's our job to lower ourselves, which means that other people are honored. Other people are lifted up. If I'm humbled, then then other people are lifted up. When I was on this mission trip that I was talking about, we greet people and they would they would bow as they as Mm. they, they shook your hand, you know, and and you could see people trying to get lower. I was like, oh, I can catch on to this too. And I'm, you know, I'm trying to bow. And you yeah. can see who who can get the lowest, you know, is kind of the yeah. way that you want to honor someone is you want to get lower than they do. And that's, I think as a leader, something that we've always got to remember in our communication. It's our job to get lower yes. than the people that we're communicating yeah. to. Yeah. And if even you the, oh, communicate sorry, with honor, you're always be able to get that across yes and even with those that we're leading so say for instance you're the leader because the world's backwards on this the world will lord their leadership over those that they lead i'm the leader you need to respect me yes i'm the leader you need to do this and that that's not the way that jesus taught us how to lead instead we 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 make ourselves servants to those that we lead and sometimes that just means you know, we, we listen to them and we, we prefer them over ourselves and we humble ourselves and make ourselves available to them. Not that we can't lead confidently. I think we need to do that. Yeah. But then there are times where it's like we're just going to have to eat some humble pie yeah. and we're going to just prefer those people that we're leading so that we can lead them effectively and they don't. Because sometimes they're, they're, they need that those moments from us as leaders. So good. Man, this has been a great conversation. I know that really with some of these five ideas here, there may be some additional questions that people might have, maybe some comments they have about some experiences they, they've had. We'd love to get an email from you yes. or, or get a comment on the video below right here. Yeah. And so you can do that by emailing leadershiplabpodcast 
at gmail.com or you can comment on the YouTube video here. Let us know how this message is resonating with you. We want to share some of your questions and answers in upcoming episodes. I think that this might even spawn off some additional ideas of how to lead confidently, but also honor and have humility. How do you manage that tension mm. that might arise there? There's some ideas that are coming up. I know that the discussion time that you have with maybe if you're watching this together as a team, make sure you take some time and really mine into some of these ideas. Take this conversation further. We love having you here. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. Have an amazing week and go lead effectively.